This is the Engaged Pursuit Podcast. I'm Tom Perry, your host and founder of Engaged Pursuit. And today we're going to talk about the resume. Oh man, I find that a lot of professionals, myself included, have such a love-hate relationship with this dreaded document, right? I mean, for most folks, it's something that you create maybe out of college or your first couple of jobs and you sort of tuck it away and don't look at it until it is absolutely necessary. It is such a pain point for most professionals. And especially if a career shift, a career change is on your horizon, getting your resume in a new place, a different place, can be really, really challenging for a lot of professionals. A lot of time is spent on the plan and where you could go and what sort of exciting opportunities are out there for you. And and that is really exciting for a lot of professionals. But when it comes to actually updating your resume, getting your document in really good shape to tell your story about why you're making the shift and the appropriate skills that showcase that you're ready for such a shift is such an art and so little science. So today we're going to talk about how to go about doing this properly, how to go about updating your resume so that if you are thinking about something new in 2021, something big, a new pivot for you professionally, you will have a document that you're really proud of and feel good at with as you're applying for and talking to new folks. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. You know, I talk to a lot of professionals who contact me about midway through their effort to make a big professional change. They're individuals, professionals who are excited about some new opportunities. They're wanting to make a shift, a pivot into something new, and they are really frustrated. They have, like most type A professionals, uh, myself included, uh, got all ready to go. They got their resume in order and they just started to apply for new opportunities, new titles, new companies. And like most professionals, who go about just applying, 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 the response, response, response from uh, those job portals uh, and those uh, submissions uh, really is a crickets type of response. Um, And they come to me really frustrated and not sure what to do. There is um, lots of disappointment. There's lots of frustration. There's lots of confusion. Because a lot of these professionals, maybe this is one of you too, you know, your background is full of lots of really amazing experiences. You've got some awesome titles, you've got some good experiences, you've got some interesting companies that you've worked for, you got everything in order, and now you're applying for this new job, this new role, this new company, and it's crickets. And I think that is uh, really frustrating. I get it, first of all, because I've, I've been there myself when I've been trying to make changes. I, I go into that type A mode myself where I get everything ready and I just start to hit apply for everything out there. And I consistently uh, need to remind professionals and especially those type A professionals that there is a better way. 
there is a stronger, more strategic, slower, more deliberate way to go about making big professional changes. And one of the biggest areas of opportunity that I found and one of the biggest areas of frustration and confusion I found is in regards to the resume itself. So a lot of individuals who I talk with don't make a lot of customized changes or deliberate changes or new focus areas in their resume when they are looking for something new. And I think that is a mistake. And so we're going to talk about how to go about updating your resume when you are thinking about something new. And I want to start by saying that this whole process of updating your resume is hard. It Overall, <clears throat> resumes are just challenging in general, I found. Resumes uh, are not a document that most people are comfortable with and uh, like to play with and modify just in general. And this process of updating your resume in regards to a specific new thing that you're going after is especially challenging. And this whole process of doing this is so much art and very little science. I've talked to a ton of recruiters over the last several years just about how they look at resumes, how they filter resumes. And one of the opportunities I think exists just in this whole, you know, this whole industry, if you will, of, of looking for new opportunities or, or trying to shift into something different is that there is no real known process. It is so much art and not a lot of science. And so go in with that mindset if you are uh, and when you are going to be updating your resume into something new that this is going to probably be a little frustrating. This is probably going to be something that is not set in stone. This is going to be something that is going to probably need to get multiple set of eyes on it. And that's that's okay. Like this is this is part of your whole new change mindset is to to know that this is uh, not a scientific thing. So type A people out there, just know that you're uh, you're probably going to be a little bit frustrated uh, by this process. But let's uh, let's talk about some some tips that I have to try to help you get into a better place, so that when you do start applying for stuff, you will hopefully get in front of some new eyeballs and get your resume on top of some new lists. So let's first start about let's first talk about structure of resume. So overall, I'm not a person who likes really cute or um, highly visual resumes. This could be my uh, mid-40-year-old self coming out here, but uh, I am more of a traditionalist when it comes to resumes. Um, so I'm not a fan of pictures or weird graphics or bolds or you know colors within resumes. Um, you can use those if you are in a specific type of industry that might like those types of formats. But overall, I would say the vast majority of my look and feel preference is more of a traditional resume. So the areas of focus that I'd like to include within all resumes are one, your general contact information. I don't think you need to have specific addresses. I don't think you necessarily need, need to have a city anymore. I think you need to include your mobile number, your email, your LinkedIn, and that's it. 
Then let's talk about the next section, which what I call the professional profile or your executive summary. So this is not an objective. I think that is more of a junior type section. This is where you start to tell your story in a really dynamic way. So this is a paragraph or so, maybe it's two or three sentences that talk about you in both hard skill terms as well as soft skill terms as well. So this could be a version of your professional story. This is generally more of a marketing kind of paragraph. It might have some jargony type phrases within it, but that that's good. Like that's the story that you want to tell. Within that profile, I also like a skills section. So these are bullets that talk about specific phrases, specific skills that you bring to the table. These are strengths. These are keywords you're seeing within job descriptions. This is stuff that describes who you are professionally. Then you go into the next section, which I call your results and impact. This is all otherwise known as your experiences. So this is all the job stuff. Of course, you want to have titles and companies that are um, that are true and accurate. You also want to make sure that your bullets are short and sweet and smart oriented. So they are results oriented as much as you can. And they're not overly descriptive because, um, again, they're, they're meant to be short and sweet in how you articulate what you have done. After that, then I like to have what I call other experiences or volunteer activities. This could be stuff like certifications. This could be stuff like courseware that you've taken. Um, this could also include cool stuff like, you know, you're training for a marathon or you're a long distance skier or snowboarder or whatever. Um, I'm not sure that's a thing, but uh, you get the drift. Um, so some personal stuff I think is interesting to include potentially. And then the last is your education. So this could be um, any degrees, advanced degrees, certifications if you want here as well. So overall, length is uh, totally good to go into the two page zone. So don't worry about that. Um, having a single page is, I think, more of an old school way of thinking about your resume. So two pages is, is just fine. All right. So that's the overall format that I like. If you are making a shift into something new, I think this format works. If you're not and you just want to have a standard resume, this format also works for you. So now that you are good with a format, the second thing I think that you consider in regards to making a shift into something new and modifying your resume is to really know what you're going after. I think a lot of times professionals who want to make a shift, they generally know that they want to move from sales to program management or they want to move from operations to learning and development or they, you know, that they know the sort of general place that they want to go at a macro level. I do think it's really important to have some specific guidance, some specific inspiration for where you could go next. So this is where the earlier stuff I talked about in regards to having a plan for this big career shift for you is important because you do want to pull, I think, some specific job descriptions and some specific titles that could be interesting for you to move into. So what I like to tell clients is once you determine that you do want to go into maybe a learning and development specialist or you want to go into a technical program manager or you want to go into a project management function or a sales function, it is good to pull those job descriptions to get some inspiration. So from those job descriptions, what you will get are specific qualifications, specific language, specific characteristics 
that you want to make sure that you are highlighting in this new resume. So use those job descriptions as a guide to helping you to establish what needs to be changed. Okay, so I like to print these out. I like to highlight specific phrases that you see. You might see some familiar stuff as well, job job qualifications that you want to make sure you highlight. So use that um, as a just as a guide for you as you're making those um, potential shifts. Uh, the people side is also another way to go about this inspiration. So you also could have people in your network who you know who are doing the stuff that you want to move into. So if there are salespeople, for example, within your network, think about their characteristics. What do they represent? What do they do professionally? You might talk to them even more about what they do as well to, to again, get inspired. Okay. So first is have the format. Second is get inspired through specific job descriptions. The third is now actually getting in there and modifying this stuff. Okay. So now that you have a guide or two or three, I think there is a, an actual part of this where you go in and you start to modify your document. So if I were you, I would focus first on that, that initial section, that profile sh section, that skills section and modify that as much as you can. So start with maybe those skills that you have and make sure that those phrases do have uh, ones that you're wanting to move into. Okay, so if, if uh, working with executive teams is uh, part of the new role and you've done some of that, then make sure that's highlighted. If working in really ambiguous or fast-paced environments is important, then make sure that that's also articulated. So again, you might copy and paste. You might replace some keywords. You might add some keywords into those skills section. Just make sure it represents the stuff that you're going after. Same thing on the profile. There could be some language modifications. There could be a sentence or two that you add in. You want to talk more about the future and how you apply the stuff that you've done into something new in this paragraph as much as possible. So again, this is more artsy than sciency, but I think there is a way to start to make that bridge, start to tell that new story about the stuff that you've done in a new way to get you to where you want to go. Okay, so start there with that profile section. That's where you really want to be deliberate, I think, in regards to this shift. You want to tell people, I think pretty explicitly, that this is what you're doing. You don't want the reader the recruiter, the hiring manager, whatever, to be guessing where you are going, you do want them to really understand and have the picture in their mind of where you're going. So that's important to tell within this first section, I think. Okay. So once the profile executive summary and the skills section are complete with that modification, then move into the experiences and results section. So this is the job stuff that you've done. This will be, again, an exercise, I think, of trying to modify your results in a way that tell a new story. You might be inspired to talk about new stuff within the jobs that you've had that relate to the work that you're trying to go into. You might reorder some bullets that you have that showcase different stuff first because this stuff might be more important for this new role. Um, and just generally see if there are some modifications that you can do in regards to um, this new opportunity that you're going after. The titles 
of stuff that you've done as well might need to be modified and a little bit more um, public oriented, I guess, maybe is the phrase I would use to make sure that it makes sense. So if you, um, let's say, for example, were a, a sales associate within a retail store um, and you want to go into more of a sales gig, you might call yourself an account executive, for example, within that particular role. Um, so it's not a huge stretch, but it is a, a language that the new company or the new recruiter will understand a little bit more favor favorably. So, so think about if there are some tweaks to titles that are moving from really internal phrases to maybe more external public phrases or titles, that could be helpful to, to do as well. So the next section, again, is to look at your experiences, um, see if there are some ways to modify, um, speak in that new language. Again, your intent here is to get some visibility, get some understanding that the stuff you've done does relate into this new opportunity. <clears throat> now, the final thing I'll say number five here is to really know that this whole process of updating your resume is not set in stone, that there will be opportunities to modify this along the way. So you'll probably have a kind of a 75, 80% done version of your resume as you're looking for something new. And like most new opportunities, you will need to modify this as new opportunities come up. So customization, more tweaking, more copying and pasting of specific phrases that you're seeing within those job descriptions are going to be important. So you'll be doing this sort of continuously as you're looking for new opportunities. You might ask for feedback along the way too. So again, if you know someone in your network who is doing the job that you want to go into, you might ask them for some feedback, have them take a look at it to see, again, if you're representing this new stuff appropriately and if there's any additional stuff that they think you should add into your resume to make sure that you're highlighting your experiences in the right new way. Now, in regards to LinkedIn, this is another question that I get a lot is how do I modify LinkedIn to represent, to highlight the fact that I'm looking for something new? I do think that LinkedIn, again, is really important to um, focus in on the about section. So you might modify the about section within LinkedIn to this new focus. So I don't think it's a complete copy and paste from the new profile section on your resume, but I do think there are opportunities to, again, sort of sell yourself in this new way in that section. And then the skills section within LinkedIn, this is the place that I think you can modify pretty extensively to showcase the new phrases, the new skills that you want to make sure are uh, represented with your profile. So again, look at the job descriptions that inspire you and maybe search for specific skills that you know are maybe not in your profile, not right now, that need to be uh, incorporated to showcase that you are ready for this new thing. Okay, so let me know if you need help with this. I know, again, this is a process and this, uh, this can be a, a frustrating process but you, I think, are prepared for making these changes. Like you've come up with your plan, you know directionally where you're going, you've got some ideas of titles that you're interested in, you've got some people who might be able to help, and now this whole process of updating your resume to get you in this new type of position 
is sort of a, you know, it's sort of a get in the weeds kind of a process. And I know that is hard for a lot of us type A's who just want to get out there and start to apply for stuff. But I promise you, if you do spend a couple of hours doing this, even though it might be a little bit painful, it will be worth it for sure. Let me know if you have any questions. I will include my contact information in the show notes. And I look forward to continuing uh, this conversation all around how to make big professional changes uh, next week. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode of the Engaged Pursuit podcast. Next week, we are going to talk all about how to articulate your previous experiences and talk about you when you're looking for something new. So you know that this is probably one of the hardest parts of this whole journey is to articulate your story and talk about yourself in maybe a new way. I do think this is really important because you have to show the people you're talking to that one, you know, you know who you are professionally and two, that you're ready for something new and you're going to add value to this potentially um, different type of work that you're really interested in pursuing. So next week's going to be all about how to talk about yourself really well, really clearly, really confidently as you are considering something new. In the meantime, have a great rest of your week. Have a good weekend and we'll talk to you next week.